Bullshit. It's the No BS Marketing Show. I'm Dave Mastovich, CEO and founder of Mass Solutions, the world's only no bullshit marketing firm. With Father's Day coming up, this episode goes out to my dad and I will go through the leadership lessons that he taught me. And his name is Mike and his nickname is Tyke Mastovich. And that's because he was really small early and that's a Mastovich trait for me, my brother, my three sons, uh, my nephews. We grew late, which doesn't matter all that much in the big picture of life, but it does impact you in sports. Uh, and there's all kinds of stories around that. But Mike Tyke Mastovich, my dad and, and the father of my brother, my older brother, Mike Jr., had a lot of impact on me that molded me as a person, but as a leader. And I didn't realize that about the leadership qualities until I was in the early stages of my career. And now over time, even today, when I sat down, I ended up coming up with six areas where he taught without even consciously teaching. And they were leadership traits that were a way ahead of his time when he was in his twenties, thirties, forties and leading. And he always led, he was a community leader in various organizations, community organizations, a coach in sports, but he also led as an entrepreneur owning his own company. And then when he sold his company to a bigger company, he was a senior leader of that company well ahead of his time. And when I go through these six, you'll see what I mean. So number one, Tyke Mastovich leadership traits bestowed upon me. Number one, be vulnerable. Now he taught this with his actions way ahead of his time showed emotion on a regular basis, uh, movies would start crying, um, speeches. He'd be at an event and speeches. He'd be tearing up, uh, telling Mike and I, he loved us, uh, telling us that, um, you know, when he could do better and, and what he learned, he, he was just willing to talk about mistakes, willing to talk about life lessons. He was just vulnerable. And that's even rare of men today. And it's a, it's a problem that, uh, is, is shifting, but think of that. I was considered ahead of my time by being vulnerable. And this guy was vulnerable way back when, and he taught me be vulnerable through his actions. He never said, Hey, be vulnerable. He just was vulnerable way, way ahead of his time. I would say he's two generations ahead of his time because I was a generation ahead of my time. Number two, he talked about respect a lot. So you'll notice if anyone's around me that uh, I still refer to my teachers and coaches as Mr. So I would see these people when I was in my 20s and 30s. They would say, you know, you can call me Jim. And I'd say, no, you're you're Mr. Bruce. You were one of my coaches. And, um, you know, Mr. Cobol reached out to me after I was recognized for something. It was a very kind gesture, a chemistry teacher, a great teacher of mine. And Mr. Cobol uh, reached out to me and I said, thank you, Mr. Kobo in the email. <laughs> and he kind of laughed at me. But those little things about respect and respecting others were taught to me by my dad, Mike Tyke Mastovich. And it was just a constant thing that he did. He always treated people with respect. And it was it was their their for their backgrounds, for their experience, for their position. And uh, you you taught people that. And so I would not call uh, Pete Canaze. I'd call him Mr. Canaze. 
even to this day, because that's what he is. He's Mr. Kinase to me. So my dad taught me about respecting others. That's the second Tyke Mastovich leadership trait. The third is judge people by their character. My dad didn't care what your last name was. He didn't care what you looked like. He didn't care what you chose to do for a living, how you lived your life. He treated you based on your character. So he started out respecting you first, regardless of who you are. And then he continued to work with you and communicate with you based on your character. And so that was something that my brother and I both have carried on that we're really just looking at people for who they are inside, so to speak. And again, uh, I would say again, well ahead of his time as a leader in uh, the 70s and 80s and 90s as he was. The fourth one is something that I just told him yesterday when we were on the phone because he makes the most of every day. And that's something that I try to do and my friends and college roommates and people I've known that have known me throughout my life know that I make a list and I get pumped and I show ridiculous passion. The difference is my dad doesn't have the downswings. He's not as negative as me. And I, I wish I could have picked that up from him because he's just so positive and he makes the most of every day. That's lesson number four. Number five, he was all about lifelong learning. He wanted Mike and me to just continually learn. And we both have, uh, not only did we both achieve master's level in education, but it's just about learning after high school and after college and after the first job and after any management training program. I learned from him yesterday, but I learned from each of my team members on a regular basis. I just sent an email to one of my team members and thanked him for teaching me something. And I love to learn. Um, I'm on day 65 in a row on Duolingo uh, with another language and just for the heck of it, not because I'm going to ever use it. In fact, I'm not good at it, but it's just challenging me to think and learn. And so that was life lesson number five from my dad was lifelong learning. And number six was commit, no half-assing. And what that meant was you had to work at whatever you did. If you're going to play a sport, you're going to be the best you can be and you're going to work at it. And it's not going to just be when the defined practices are assigned. And whenever you're in school, you're going to work at it and you're going to learn. It wasn't so much the grade. One of the coolest things he taught me was it's not so much an A or a B, it's how much did you learn? And I'm a competitive sort, so I still went for the A a lot of times. But the reality was that's not how he evaluated my college grades or my report cards. He evaluated me on what I learned. And so I've bestowed that on my sons. I would ask them on a regular basis, what did you learn today in fourth grade? And uh, when you ask an open-ended question or force someone to answer that, and they know that question's coming on a regular basis, that's helpful. And that's what it's about from my standpoint is no half-assing, whether it's work, whether it's working out, whether it's learning something new, whether it's your education, whether it's how you are as a person, no half-assing, commit to it and work to get better. So those are all of the traits. Uh, I shouldn't say all. Those are some of the traits that he taught me because I could probably do an hour-long podcast with stories because he did also in number seven that I would say is he understood the power of storytelling. 
and he used anecdotes and analogies. In fact, he was part of the inspiration for me to create the Power of Storytelling for Leaders workshop. You know, one inspiration was Chuck Canaris, who just kept challenging me to do that because he thought it was a topic that needed to be told. Uh, but my dad was an inspiration as I kept figuring out different points that I wanted to make about the power of storytelling for leaders. And one that I kept thinking was he always used these anecdotes and analogies, anecdotes and analogies. And he would tell stories and he would just tell these stories and he'd bring up someone from his past. Doc Wright used to say this. I guess Doc Wright was his family doctor. And he would go through each of these people and he would tell us these stories and he'd use anecdotes and analogies to make a point. And it helped teach Mike and me, but it also made for these funny stories that I'm sure Mike has told my nephews and my niece. And I've told Alec Brevin and Carter. So he understood the power of storytelling because we all learn from stories. And he's a fantastic storyteller. Both my parents are great storytellers. And my brother is a career storyteller. He gets paid to tell stories. So storytelling is a Mastovich trait. And I watch Alec Brevin and Carter, and I see them all have their own skills at storytelling. And that's the legacy of my parents, I believe. And my dad, with the anecdotes and analogies, he's just a great storyteller somehow makes you laugh no matter what but he's telling a lesson along the way so um, I guess I'm going to live his be vulnerable here because I'm getting a little choked up but dad uh, happy father's day uh, your legacy lives on through me Alec Bravin Carter Michael Ryan Shelby and and my brother Mike and uh, and all the times I've taught my leadership of coaching and mentoring it's always been around the many traits that you taught me and I gave seven today I I thought it was going to be five, then six, but then I decided to make it seven. So seven traits. Number one, be vulnerable. Number two, respect others. Number three, judge people by their character. Number four, make the most of every day. Number five, lifelong learning. Number six, commit no half-assing. And number seven, leverage the power of storytelling. Happy Father's Day to my dad, Mike Tyke Mastovich. And happy Father's Day to all the dads out there. And mom, before you get ticked, I didn't think to do the Mother's Day episode, but you know I've written about you in light reading over the years and talked about you on the podcast. My mom is my other hero, and so two great loving parents covered myself there and covered all the moms. Next year, definitely we'll do a mom's podcast as well. Remember, ask yourself, what's the big idea? And build your story around the answer. It's all about bold solutions, no BS.